0: So, yesterday was um, staff number Ein Talid, is that right? 74, today's 75. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay. And we'll do a review of yesterday's staff, God of mine for Shalem Tadasa Basronya, Michaloviva Vas Yehuddis, and um, Amy Bastavora. And now, young men over here, they walk around. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay. ben ben All Shavar of shlema. And let's get started on the review of yesterday's daf. So, we're starting off like uh, eight lines down. Um, uh, we're quoting Rav Achabar Yaakov, that says that uh, when you marry, when you do Kiddushin with the condition, so, in other words, there's stipulations in the in the actual betrothal. And then he followed up with a consummation of that marriage. So his opinion is is that there is no question you don't need to get if it turns out that those stipulations were met. Because for sure that Bia is gonna be assuming that they were met. And it's condition it's still conditional. He doesn't mean to override that condition. Okay, that's again Rabbi Yochran's opinion. Rav Achab, Braid Rav Ikab Who's the nephew of Rav Achav He said he has the kash on that. He brought down a lacha of a chalitza mutas, which is a mistaken chalitza, and we said that that's a kosher chalitza. What is a chalitza mutas? So Rish Lakish says it's where they tricked the guy into doing chalitza by saying that if you go forward with the procedure of chalitza, that's how you'll be married to her. Total tricked him out. Um, and uh, Rabbi Yochanan says can't be. Because the Allah is, is that you have to have kavanah to do the chalitza. And if he has kavana, and she does not, or she has kavanah and he does not, it's chalitza subzula. You have to both be mechavid. How can you say such a thing as chalitza kshari? He doesn't have kavanah for chalitza. So rather, Rabbi Achmed says that he, he must be that he said, do the chalitza on the condition that he'll give you the money. So what do you see? Since you do the action, the action. Of chalitza overrides any condition, so the same thing over here, you do the action of the bia should override any condition. That's the kasha of Rav uh, the the nephew Rav Achav b'dravika, who's the nephew of Rav Acha So it's right. He's moichel the Same thing here. So uh Rav says that's not a good not a good kasha, and the, he says because the whole basis for all conditions altogether. Is learned from tanai Gad Ruvein. Bnei Ruven, and we look to that as the example, as the source for all conditions. They have to follow that that system. And uh, the rule is is that any condition that is fulfillable by a messenger, that's the kind of condition that is a valid one. If the condition cannot be fulfilled by the by a messenger. So, like, like it is over there. So then, it's not a good condition. In other words, over there, by the giving away of the land, it was Moshe who made the deal, but uh, it, it was the Shliach Yoshua, who was actually one who who carried it out. So that's what's required in order for conditions to be a valid condition. Over here, but, um, so by so when you think about chalitza, chalitza itself, is not a conditionable act because. It's not something that anybody can do. That's really it's interesting. That's the power. To be able to make a condition is to be something that, that there's the power of having a messenger take do this for you. Okay. So the Gemara says, okay, well, if that's the case, so then be also should not be able to be conditionable because be also is not something that can be done by proxy. You can't have somebody else do, have the act of intimacy with your wife on your behalf. That's obviously not going to work. So the answers, you're right, but since all the the three manners of marrying is connected to each other, they're kesev, Shtar, and Biah, uh, and by majority of them kesev and Shtar, you can be do you can do that by Ashliach. So so basically, it's something that is conditionable, even though actually in pia it happens not to be something that can be done by Ashliach, and therefore it does work. Okay. And therefore, the bia is still assumed to be with conditions. And therefore, um, you would not need a get if it turns out that those conditions were not met. That's basically the idea. Ravula Barab is the name of Ula the name of Rav Lazar, That if you're Mkadish be Milva, um, and then you followed up with the bia alone, or Al Tanai, and then you followed up with the bia, or Bipach's Mishav Bruta, and you bia, in all of those cases, we are going to require a get. So, not like what we've seen up until now. We're saying that the marriage is, once you do the bia, it overrides the marriage. That's in the name of Rebelazar, Rev Yosef, Abba, in the name of Menachem, in the name of Rebbe he says that the only one of those three that he agrees with is Pachas, Mishal, Pruta, and then follows up with the bia. Then you need to get, because that's something that nobody makes that mistake. He is very clear. Everyone knows that less than a Shavruta, you can't marry. And if he did marry with less than a Shavruta and he followed up with the Bia, he wants that bia to be the Kenyan. And that's the only one that he, people know about. But Mekash Milva could be a very significant sum of money. So you might think that why shouldn't that be a good marriage? You won't realize that the consummation is required to make the marriage. So that's the idea. And the same thing with conditions. You probably assume that those conditions aren't uh, are in a problem. They are met. Okay? That she doesn't have any vows or whatever it is that it was his particular thing. Okay. Rav said the name of Ula. That if you do Kiddush and al Tanai and then you follow up with the Bia, you do require a get. And this is the practical halachi. I mean, this is what he's saying. It's that there was a mice like that and the Chacham were not able to be um, mozi to take her out without a get and it's not like the other Tana which is reviewed in the name of Rabbi Shmuel instead the name of Shmuel with the drasha that talks about a woman who was raped is not forbidden to her husband um, if she is, was not raped it was willful so then he is for, forbidden to her husband but there's some cases where it wasn't even a rape case and she'll still be permitted to her husband and that's where the Kedushan was Kedusha Toz so obviously there was a via you can't have a son without that and still she can uh, basically, it nullifies the marriage, and that's the story. So, um, brings us to the next thing. Okay, the next topic is, is that uh, let's say the, there was a condition to the marriage, she doesn't have any vows, or she doesn't have any blemishes, but uh, post Kiddushin, she went to a Chacham and he prom- removed all vows that she had. Or she went to a doctor and the doctor removed all blemishes that she had. So, right, she got her nose job, or whatever it is, anything, okay? What? Okay, anyway, so that's the story. So we said that when it comes to the Chacham, the marriage is a good marriage. When it comes to the doctor, it's not a good marriage. What's the, what's the difference? The is it's the way that they work. A Chacham, when he is Matir Nether, he uproots it from the beginning. It's as if the vow was never made. So retroactively, it's when he married her, he married her on condition, she has no vows. Well now, those vows are not there, they never existed. Um, and the, as opposed to a doctor, when a doctor heals, he heals only from forward. It was He doesn't make it as if the disease never was there. That you, That's a different level. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Chacham Adif Meirofei, you understand, the doctor can only heal from here and make it better from, you know, going forward but he can't take it as if the illness was never there. Um, anyway, um, so therefore, um, therefore, he, he, the conditions weren't met by the doctor case, because the condition was she had no blemishes, and she in fact did have blemishes at that time. She just doesn't have any more, anymore. Okay. If she had the blemishes, and he uh, specified no blemishes, and they had be the beer after the marriage, does he have to give or get or not? Looks to me like he has to because he had a beer. Or well, no, that's she, that's what that's what that's the whole two That's that's the whole machlokus over here. All this Machlokas back and forth. We saw opinions both ways. One opinion is that if it... That so it, that, even nah, if he beer... But at, well, one opinion is once you do beer, there's no, you still... But, but the beer is not for marriage. I mean, but just to fulfill the marriage. you said maybe. Right, right, right. It was under assuming that the conditions were met, that she does not have No, problem, he right. knew the condition not met because... After oh, a, that's the question. He doesn't know. So that's If he question. knows the condition not met, he still has to be. So then, the then beer, he's overriding it. Then then he doesn't he's married. Care. You're right. That's exactly right. So it depends yeah. on what he knows. That's also true. Okay. Um, we'll see, we'll continue. We will see more about it in, in today's stuff. So don't don't worry. Okay. We're not not quite don't done. with not that way. We're not quite done with the topic. Anyway, so the question is because that that distinction. We saw another opinion, okay, um, that says that it's the same thing that the doctor and the mm-hmm. and the chacham um, is ina okay. Um, that uh, it's still the conditions weren't met. Okay, we're not talking about where he consummated the marriage. We're just talking about right now mm-hmm. in the condition station. So, um, Rabbi explains that it's, a, that, it's a, that it's a machlokas, Rebbeir, and Rabbi Lazar. Uh, Rameir holds that a person is, is willing and doesn't mind that his wife should have to go to Bezden. And Rabbi Lezar says the person absolutely does mind that his wife should have to go to the past. So that's really what it has to do with. If it's, if, it, if it's removable only by having to go to the rabbi, and that's something that he would never want, so then even, even though it's removed retroactively, it's irrelevant, he doesn't want her to have to go through that process of having to do that. And if he doesn't care, so then, it, then as far as he's concerned, there was never any, any, any vows on her. That's the difference. Where's the machalogus between Ramea and Rab Rebelazar? So it's talking about uh the Mishnah. Mishnah goes that a person um, divorces his wife because she has a vow. So the alacha is is that even though normally if you're not a coin you could be Maxir Rushasa, so you could take her back and she's your you know, go back to being married, no problem. But not in this case. And there's a special reason why. Also the same thing with Mishum Shem Ra. There's suspicion on her that she's with another man, and that's why he divorced her. Why? You can't ever take her back. What well, The reason why is because it could it could lead to a terrible calamity. What could happen? He could find out afterwards that maybe the vow was removed, or maybe the suspicions were not true. And uh, then he said, had I known that, I, I love my wife, I never would have divorced her. Meantime, she's already married to the next guy. And if that's, if that's the case, that means I only gave a divorce on that condition that she has these problems and turns out that these problems weren't really real. So then that could question throw a strong question on the entire get. And if there's a strong question on the entire get, then, then, she'll, then, then what we say is, okay, listen here, you're not going to be able to marry her back if you, uh, if you give a get. So make sure that you want to do this in a permanent way. And then it's like he he can, can wake up later and mess her up that way. That's basically one idea. The other idea is is that in general these are areas that we want the wives to take more serious, not to be promiscuous, not to be flirtatious, and not to be uh, and not to make vows. Both very important things. And because of that, we 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 know we want her to know that the divorce is going to be final. So don't assume that oh, afterwards he'll, after the divorce will come down and then I'll marry you back again It's not you know don't expect that to happen because it's not even, even going to be allowed to happen but okay either way that's the that's the lacha. on that rebute says that um uh that any vow that was public you can't take back um uh but but if it was not public so then you could take back. And that has to do with hafara, because afterwards you can't be mefer a neder. Uh, that was a neder that was huda that was made public. Okay, we'll see more about that in a little bit. And Rameir says that a neder that needs chakiras chacham, that's the kind we you can't take back. If you don't need a chakiras chacham, then you could take back. The idea being, is that uh, basically this is Rameir so A person is perfectly willing to have his. Wife go to a rabbi to have to free her from 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 that, and therefore, if he could take her back, it would be a big problem, in uh, in in and question uh, the validity of the get. He may throw shed light in a, like a, like the same concern that we had before. Um, but if it's something that he could have taken care of himself, so then there's no fear of that. And uh, Rabbi Lazar says it's the other way around that the, the only reason why when you need Chakir's Chacham it's prohibited. Is because um, when you don't need a chakirz chacham and they're similar, and the idea being okay, we're going to get to it. Uh, so first, the first step first. We'll, we'll finish it off in the Gemara. Rabbi Yudah is reason is why is Rabbi Yudah say that a Robin is different. It's a pasuk in Navi and Yoshua, because uh, they did not kill the givonim. Why? Because they already swore to them not to harm them. Um, the nisim when it was done publicly. Nesiei ha'eda. So how much is a rabim? It was the question. So Rab Nachman Bar Yitzchak said it's three days. It's three. Why? Because the word days means two and rabim means three. So three. It's ready. As soon as it's done in front of three, it's already considered public. And Rav says it's ten because it's called Nesiei ha'eda. Eida is ten people. Okay. Could they used the uh, that it was under false pretenses? They thought that there were someone Yes, to... but it was public, so they you can't you know false even false. though they were tricked, they they just felt I mean they could have gone out of it, but it was like it was just the optics are bad when things are done publicly. That's the problem, that's the problem with public.